and welcome back to yet another episode of Inhale Thoughts where I exhale on a few things that I've been inhaling and keeping to myself. And today I am joined by no other than my boo Choop Choop. Mm. How you feeling today, Choop? What's good? I'm I chilling. I missed you. I missed you too, boo. So let me space everybody. So we have a little story time. So this is actually take three take on our three. episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before, you know, a couple weeks ago, me and Chewy, we linked up and we decided that we were going to like match our forces together and kind of just, you know, give you guys some little tea or whatever the case may be. But um, we had some technical difficulties and our little recording kind of like, you know, went off air rather than being on air. So we had to take a step back, but now we are back and so much better. Mm, so three's a good number. Three, I feel like three, third, third time's a charm that they say. Yep, that's what they say. All right, so Chewy, first, I'm going to thank you for coming back again, mm-hmm. because obviously, like I said, we had some technical difficulties, and I know, especially with today and with whatever, everything that's going on in COVID, it's kind of hard to, like, you know, map out time, so I thank you for mapping out some time for me. No problem. So I want our listeners to get to know you a little bit more, and for those of you who don't know him, to get to know him, just from following your page, as long as I have, I realize that you are firsthand a hard-working business. Businessman, okay, we're gonna start there. Like, you're like so hard working, friend. Because you're like the most talented hairstylist I know. You're a dancer and as well as a newfound model, so let's really talk about it. We're gonna get to those things. But how do you deal with all of these creative juices constantly flowing through your body? Um, honestly, I just let them flow. Like, everything happened one step at a time, and I never knew what I was gonna be today back then like it started off with um me dancing and then from dancing went to hair and then to modeling and now i do like all three things kind of simultaneously so you said you started with dancing tell me about that like because i know where um, where you're from I'm from Harlem. I don't know. You're from Harlem. Okay, from New York. You know, and you know the people in Harlem love shaking their little shoulders and getting the light feet going and the light the light. (laughs) And you know, that's my era. Even before that, when it was very much block parties, that's where I started out from because I used to go to the block parties and I used to see the dance teams in the middle tearing it, ripping it, winning competitions. So that's when I started like dancing from the street, like street dancing. And then I went on on to all performing art schools because my my parents saw that I was a little dancer. I went to um, Harlem Dance Academy. Um, I went to Walt Disney Elementary School. All my schools was performing arts until high school. So that's where dancing came from. So I went. I started out street dancing and I started taking professional classes and it just evolved from there. Now, when you said um, it evolved from there, because you said you went to like all of these performing art schools, I know when me and you first met, we had like a conversation about like, because I told you my sister was in part of a dance group, and you was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I taught a dance team. How did you take everything that you learned from those schools and basically kind of like mash it into your own person? Because I know you did have a dance team mm-hmm. before, so how did you like, you know, take what you learned from there and to bring it into your own dance team? Basically, like, kind of like what you learned from the streets. You said you've seen the dance teams in the streets. Like, what did you pull from that and say, all right, you know what? I'm not going to do exactly what the fuck y'all did, but I'm going to add some little chewy flair to it, and I'm going to show you what I would have done. Well, well, growing up, it was always about me proving myself, because even when I had got my dance team, I didn't know I was about to create. I didn't even know what I was doing as I was doing it. How I got my own dance team is that when I left, 
when I graduated from high school, I had got a job at, with the Board of Education at an after school program being a dance teacher. And then they kind of like threw me in there and they was like, here go your kids and you're gonna have a group. And like, this is your group. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I had like, they had only, I had to still make lesson plans. I had deadlines, performances, Christmas performances. And I'm like, what? Like I had like three different classes and I had to create performances for them. So for me, being that I was in that element, it was about the kids enjoying themselves. No matter like what they looked like, it wasn't about being precise, it was about having fun and enjoying yourself. So that's what that dance group was. But outside of that, because you know, I, at the, the same time that I was working for the Board of Education, training these kids, I was still street dancing and I was a part of a few groups outside of that and that dynamic was very different because if you when you come to dance practice you better fucking boom boom cat or get out so it was two different dynamics so it's kind of like you got two different like yeah so i used to have to i used to literally be at work all day with the kids like yes oh, no problem you look amazing so one two fucking three <laughs> bitch get out your leg's supposed to be up why your leg not here how get out how do you handle that because mm-hmm. i like how do you handle that because i watched um i don't know if you ever watched um what the fuck is it called dancing the dancing dolls you ever watched that mm-hmm. on on tnt i think this is tnt one of them fucking channels but miss diane is always like so hard on those kids and be yelling at them like i know you you see your leg is not this your leg is like that how do you deal with all of that like pressure on yourself like do you kind of take that pressure and beat yourself up and be kind of like all right i need to make sure this is perfect or do you kind of take that as into like all right you're yelling at me but you know what you're doing it for a reason more mm-hmm. so kind of saying well, it really depends up. it depends and it's all about balance because like i said when i was working with the kids the main objective was for them to have fun their parents want to come and see them on the stage period so it was about giving everybody that time on the stage for their parents to be like oh my god look at my baby so that's what as long like when i came into practice it's about all right making sure everybody shine and making sure everybody have a good time but more recently i was um I had got invited to a cabin trip, and um, I got selected to be a a, um, a, a, a captain, a team. I captain. think I remember seeing this on your story, and like you took yes. control with the chairs, and you yes, like pulled the chairs. But like- baby girl, listen, let me tell you how the fuck the fuck I turned it, right? Cause you know I come in here shy, a little butterfly, don't, and nobody really know that I dance. Cause nobody, everybody, I come on this cabin trip. Mm-hmm as a hairstylist and everybody, cause it was um, a retreat for um, hairstylists and okay. they come on in for hairstylists, but they want to do a hair battle. And the person who was having a cabin trick selected me, never met this person. They just found me on Instagram. We communicated through Instagram and they found my page and they like, yo, listen, I'm having this hair competition at the cabin. I want you to be a group leader and you're going to have a group and you have to come up with a whole routine. And I'm like, all right, sure, no problem. Bet. And I'm thinking like, this is no fucking, this is a walking this, right, this is what I a do. A little boot cat routine, they don't even know. They just about to, <laughs> I'm about to fuck this up right so now i get there and i'm like so um, i'm like self-developing and i'm like trying to um now the old me you know the old me is very, like i said i'm from harlem i'm very like bitch what's like um let's the fuck go come again. you know so i'm trying to come into this new environment all peaceful and open-minded and you know embrace everybody and not try to be like that bitch because you know in also, reality you really are that bitch when it comes to court, no but it's also because i'm like from new york and you know we have like this arrogant personality and i'm going down here with these country folks who do not know me number one and then it was like all these people was from like the Brother brother here show you know how they do that competition yes. shit. 
And you know, in New York, we don't do that. We don't right. give all that. We do fashion week. We do fashion week real quick. So now I'm stepping into a whole new arena with these people who are familiar with what it's giving. Yeah, and I don't know I what like it gives. The, the hair scene down there is completely different from our Completely hair different. Scene, but that's why I wanted to challenge myself because I've been in New York so long. I wanted to see if I could go down south with these bitches who they claim they all at in the hair. I want to see if, if I could fuck with them. Okay. Because I've been in New York too long and I already know I could fuck with them. I want to know if I could fuck with them down there because they be doing it. They be doing it. Their hair shows, guys, are completely opposite from our hair shows. It's totally different. Like, when you go to New York City's um, hair show, the beauty show, you normally just go there to think in your head, I'm going to buy some shit for cheaper. Whereas, when we go to the Barnard show, we're looking for the experience. We got got runways. You got hair being built into a fucking building. It's spinning on a helicopter. It's spinning on a helicopter. Like, it's a whole different thing. Mind they twerking while it's spinning in the helicopter. It's like every all type of shit. Shit Different colors. Anything you could think of, they literally are doing it on the runway with hair. So we have two different type of atmospheres. So right. So now I'm stepping into this whole new atmosphere. I'm unfamiliar with what the expectations are, and I'm a group leader, and I got to put it together a whole piece. Right. So I'm like, okay, we finna do this. So now I'm trying to come in. So now I come into this new environment, and you know me being from New York, we already got a cocky mentality. You already know I'm crazy. So I'm like, First Chewy. of all, it comes with the territory, because it's like, if you can make it in New York, honey, you can make it right, anywhere. Right, so I said, Chewy, calm your ass down, be nice. Because bitch, you in the real jungle. You, you not in the concrete jungle no more. Right, you in the real jungle. I said, <laughs> you in this new environment, you don't know these bitches, bitch, nigga, calm down. Okay, so now I'm in here and I got my group and I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like give everybody, here's everybody's voice because everybody came here to this cabin trip for a reason. I came right. here for a reason. You came here for a reason. Everybody's trying to find themselves, strengthen themselves, whatever the case is. So now as a group leader, I'm trying to become, you know, empathetic to that and like hear everybody's opinion. And everybody has an opinion. They like, and that's what it started sounding like. Guys, if you've never been in a break room, that's And I'm like, Oh my God, what am I gonna do? So I was like so overwhelmed and I was like, I had to take a break because there was too many opinions. I said, listen, this is too much for me, whoa. So I went. Took a step back. Took a step back. I'm floating around the house on cloud line, not even paying attention. And the, my one of my group members okay. came up to me and was like, Chewy, what the fuck you gonna do? And I'm like, bitch, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't But know. I'm gonna flex this shit. And she like, Chewy, you know what the fuck you need to do because that man picked you to be a leader for a reason. So I need you to figure out what the fuck you're going to do and do what the fuck you're going to do. Because you're not, because you're, you're not, we're not team members. I said, you so are let me ask you, I said, so you want me to do what the fuck I do? She said, yeah, just do what you do. I said, all right. I'm bringing y'all motherfuckers to I'm bringing bring y'all up to the concrete Baby jungle. Baby girl. <laughs> The next morning, I woke up early with my headphones because I had the music. I sat there for like two hours and put the whole piece together. Boom, 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 boom. And when we went back to practice, it was you stand here, you stand there, you stand there. I said, why is that bitch don't ask me? Because I asked you yesterday what you wanted to do. You ain't know what you wanted to do. So now I'm going to tell you what you want to do. You're going to stand here, you're going to stand there, you're so going to stand here. And it was very boom, boom, cat, shoot. bitch, your foot's supposed to be here. And when I say three, your foot better be the fuck there. <laughs> okay? Yeah, uh huh. So and they was like, oh shit, because so it was a whole different truth. I said, listen, fuck the all kid. that. Scrap, scrap the kitty shit, because I came in here nice. I said, I wanted to be nice. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be, you know, relatable and hear everybody's thoughts. I did that. Because you're like right. a different Now the girl looking at me like, you got to do what you got to do and do you. I said, okay, so I'm going to show you how we do me. up And I said, say no more. That's what you got to say. But bitch, I'm sitting in now. Now I'm sitting here cursing these people out, because I was cursing them out. The people was coming to my. 
room looking like, oh shit, like he's going off on them, like, why are you cussing them out? I'm like, listen, mind your business, just leave me alone. This first of all, y'all mind your business, okay? Cause y'all got y'all group, mind and this is my business. group. And whatever works for me ain't gonna work for you. Cause I tried y'all right. way, so now I gotta try mine. So long story short, we performed, standing ovation, fucking crowd went wild, okay? Won the whole fucking competition, boodle da, but at the same time, all right, now I'm taking it all in, cause we won, okay, yeah, of course, we. I knew I was gonna win, I know that part, but now I'm like, damn, <laughs> none of these people in my group like me, because bitch, I done cursed them all out. Like, I well, told them we could fight, people, all that. Like but this is the part though. that blew my, that blew my up. fucking head off. Cause everybody in my group was so appreciative of me cursing them out and pushing them to the limit because they they was able to accomplish something that they thought that they never could even accomplish. And I pushed them to do things that they didn't even know that they could do. This bitch didn't even know she could dance and she up there dancing like, bitch, Chewie, you had me dancing. And I'm like, yes, bitch, boom, cat, like I said, you know? And I gave these people a newfound confidence within themselves that they didn't even know. And I didn't even know I was doing all that. I'm scared that I'm cursing this bitch out, but she like this motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. It's a bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? saying? That's what I'm getting ready to say. A lot of times people don't realize that that tough love is kind of what you need to kind of push you in on yes. top of that. So now we're going to see now. I love the fact that you told this little story. Yeah, that was story time. Because listen, this story time has brought me to my perfect, like literally the, the, the opportunity I've been feeding and waiting for everyone to hear about. So before COVID happened and came in and rocked our world, you launched your new project, which is T-Zone. Oh, and yes. I want everyone to know what exactly is T-Zone. T-Zone is a judgment-free atmosphere where you could come, let loose, and be yourself. Okay? That's what T-Zone is. And um, the way T-Zone developed into what it is, is um, I was going through a very pivotal moment in my life. You know, I went through a very... Dramatic breakup, girl. It was so dramatic, and I was like, I hate dramatic breakups. Oh, this one was I like, I have like two. I had like lights, camera, fucking action. Yeah, throughout bitch. my life, I had like two of them, and like the last one, the one I had before, that he was like lights, camera, action. It was like everything goes out. Don't talk to me, and then after I'm cursing you, you, you out. I don't want to do everything I was doing in my life before. This one I'm was like, my bitch, path, you only beat shit like down. this in the book, like this. Until, one and I want to lay one. down. This was a, it was a good one. It was a real juicy story for another time, but. <laughs> Anyway, so I went through that breakup and I was like, girl, bugging the fuck out. Like, ooh, and I knew I was bugging out and I didn't know what to do with all these emotions that I was having. So what I was doing was, um, I was like dancing in my mirror. Mm -hmm. Fucking it up, girl, for blood. And I'm thinking I look crazy, but I was just had to release all these emotions because I wanted to fight. I wanted to tear shit up, girl. I wanted to like ring like people's neck. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just dance. So I would get up every morning. And I would start dancing, like dancing harder. And I started like recording myself and posting it on Instagram. And then it became like a fitness, also like a fitness thing because, you know, I'm very active and into like my physical health and things. So that's why I became like my cardio every morning. I would get up every morning and I would like dance. And then after a while, like, you know, like, I'm, like, 30-something years old, girl. I'm too old to be, like, posting dance videos on Instagram. So First I of like, all, please cut your shit, okay? Let me, tell you, <laughs> let me tell you right now. I live for, like, I miss Throwback Chewy, okay? Listen, the old me, right? I miss Throwback Chewy. Ciao. Ciao. Get up in the morning with your fucking hula hoop and Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. Get real <laughs> nice and tight with the core and then bust it up Beyonce. Okay. Okay? So right. Please. So, but, you know, after a while, you're like, all right, I'm, like, too old to be 
posting these dance videos like what the fuck is up so i had to stop posting them for a while because i'm like what and then everybody started coming and like what why you don't dance no more they like truly i get up every <laughs> morning to watch you dance why you not dancing like what's going on like no i want to see you dance so now like remember in the beginning of the conversation when you said i like my the businessman in yes. me i'm like oh so y'all bitches want to see me dance now bitch we gonna make y'all i said I'm, I'm, I'm gonna think about how y'all gonna see because i ain't gonna what i'm not gonna do is be up here shucking and jiving on instagram for free for free no that's not what now we're all y'all inboxing i said but if like y'all bitches want to see me dance I'ma think of something for y'all to see me dance. Y'all gonna see me dance. So now I started posting the dance videos, but they was more like with intent, like, um, you know, to market this new idea that I had. Like I said, like, I'm gonna start a dance class. Like these bitches wanna see me dance, I'm gonna start a dance class. So everybody, along with everybody complimenting me on dancing, I also like going through my breakup, I had to find myself and my confidence. Cause you know, and all of that. So I became like, I got this newfound confidence. So everybody's like, Chewy, you so confident. Like, you just live on your own terms. You don't give a fuck about nothing. Like, why? How? How? Why? Like, and I'm like, girl, T-Zone, let me show you how to build self-confidence. So that's where T-Zone came from. And I incorporated the sip and dance for two reasons. Number one, you know when I go out. We turn, we tear it. What I'm doing? We, we drinking I'm down sipping the house. and dancing, bitch. That's I'm what like, we got a drink. Gonna, uh, you know they hate it when you're dancing in the club. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. That. Hold on, real quick. Before you know I love a coop that's good two step in the drink. story time. We, um, me and Chewie and a group of our other friends decided to go on a trip to Vegas together. Ooh. And we what got on. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But <laughs> this a little peasy. Nah. I can tell this one. <laughs> We got on this little Ferris wheel. Everybody named Mother needs to get on it. It's a limited um, happy hour for 30 minutes. And we went around. When I tell y'all by the time we got off that drink, Chewie found some way to fucking fix out four fucking cups in his hand while he walking off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sitting here throwing these bitches back. And I'm sitting here thinking, Chewie throw them back. No, Chewie walking off with all the four drinks. Like, all, girl, all I had to kill them for later. I for later. Like, they was unlimited. So I had to drink now and then save some for later. Listen, so. When they not unlimited no more, I got mine in the when bag, I tell you, bitch. I when it comes down to the sipping part of T-Zone, okay. I definitely am here for it, okay? That's right. So, I'm like, all right. So, you incorporated the sipping. Yeah, because, like, everybody knows me. I'm always drinking and having a little dance. And then I'm like, all right. So, like, I want people to be, come here and feel confident because it's not about, like, looking like the person next to you. It's about you being in tune with yourself and being comf and confident in your movement, in your body, and in your spirit. So what's the best thing to give you a little inspiration? A little liquor. A little liquor. So I'm like, oh, this will be perfect. Like I just think the whole marketing thing. I'm like, this is this is perfect. I'm gonna market it, sip and dance, tea zone, get in touch with yourself, bitch. Have a drink, Lucy Goosey, pop that pussy, and that's how you know it all started. And how important was it to you to create a non, like a judgment-free zone? Because I know, like, every time I see T-Zone, the, oh, the next thing I see is judgment-free zone, judgment-free zone. How important was it for you to have that or to create that space for everyone? It was very important because, like I said, when I first started dancing, like, if you notice, I, I could kind of dance like anything. Sometimes I dance like Chris Brown. Sometimes I dance like Beyonce. Sometimes I dance like Ciara. And it's like people have this image of me, and then, like, they might, you know, I'm very fluid in my whole thing. Like, I'm very versatile. I don't care. I'm, like, right on the border. Like, sometimes I'll be your daddy. Sometimes I'll be your mommy, bitch. I don't know. So people have expectations of me, like, and they'll see me, and they'll view me as this very masculine, macho man, and then they follow me on Instagram and they see me dance like Beyonce and they like, 
you dance like that? And I'm like, yeah, bitch, I dance like that. Or vice versa, some people see me and they view me as a delicate fucking flower, and now they see me getting crunk like Chris Brown, and they like, oh, you dance like a boy. And I'm like, listen, like, stop judging me. Like, just like, have a good time. Like, stop time. judging me. We're, we're here to have fun. Yeah, I'm just here to dance, that's it. And that's why it was very important, like, the judgment-free zone started from then, because I was insecure about posting my videos, because I didn't want nobody judging me. So it's like, when you come to my class, bitch, don't be judging nobody. Because it's not even about dancing, it's about gaining that confidence. To have a thing yourself. And my little sister, I have to use her as an example because everybody be like, oh my God, your sister could dance. That bitch cannot dance. My sister cannot dance, but what she is, <laughs> what happens is that she don't give a fuck when she go on that dance floor. She be like, ow, and she be fucking it up. Because you can see the confidence in her movement. And it, it portrays, like, you but know. But give her eight count, one, two, three. She's going to be like, Travis, you doing too much. Like, you know I've what I'm saying? I've seen a couple of those videos when, like, when TikTok, when you first try to, like, <laughs> understand TikTok, and you were like, come on, girl, I do it. And she's like, I'm tired. Right. Like, My sister cannot dance, but she can move her body with confidence. And that's what T-Zone is about. Okay, now we're going to take a step back from T-Zone. And you are a hair stylist. How has that experience been for you during COVID, being a hair stylist? I know like our business as hairstylists definitely has taken a change due to the fact that now we have certain um, protocols that have to be in, put in place and more social distancing. How have you been handling the stress of being like a hairstylist during COVID? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I haven't even really been a hairstylist since COVID. Bitch, because I was like, let me tell you, when COVID first hit, bitch, they was calling me like, oh, can you come to my house? I said, hell no, girl. <laughs> you ain't see. You don't see the rates going up. That was like another like, thing. Nah. I was very petrified because I'm a hairstylist. People who don't know, I'm a hairstylist as well. And when people were telling me like, "Oh, can you come to my house and just do this?" and I was just looking like, "You want me to go outside with the germs? You want me to travel through the corona? The rule the corona to, to sit you. in your house where you might have the corona to come back and sit through the corona and then to come again. to fight through the corona and get it. I was like, yeah, no. That's just doing too much for me. I just wanted to see like how other people were taking it because I, I don't. I'm not gonna say I'm mad at the ladies that were constantly still working during COVID. Um, I'm not saying that at all, but I just felt like it was kind of scary. So it I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only person who felt no. scared to like go back to work and try to deal with all of that. Because COVID is a very serious situation, guys. Wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance, please, because it's a real serious, like, you know, serious disease. Is. And it has affected a lot of people in a lot of ways. So please take care of yourself. But truly, thank you nope. so much for joining me. So I'm not done with you yet, though. Bye -bye. But I'm done with you with them. Okay. You know, we're going to, like, get messy. And, guys, you can look forward to hearing Chewy come back again next week. We're going to get a little bit more messy, get us to some few things. Because yes. I feel like, you know, we was real classy. Got yes. down to business. Got to know you no, as a person. the first impression. I don't want to, you know. We don't want to make it too crazy. But wait for next week, and you will see us again. Yes, I'll be back. <laughs>